0: Hey, this is Emily. And this is Sandra. And I'm Jess. Welcome to today's town meeting. As we told you last time, uh, instead of Sandra's sucky summaries, we are each going to be taking our chances with summarizing an episode in 30 seconds. And uh, I am up today. So today's episode is Hammers and Veils. You're being timed. Yes. Let me know uh when to begin and I will do my best to summarize this episode.
1: Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go.
0: Lore is researching veils. Rory is in summer school, which is a good thing, and she builds a house, but Paris isn't into it. Henry still digs Lane, but she's headed to Korea. Rory and Richard make up at Friday night dinner, and Lorelai breaks the news of her engagement to Emily, but gets no reaction. Lorelai and Max have a date night that ends in Lorelai yelling at Emily, and Emily in tears. Suki throws a beautiful shower, but Lore wants Luke there. Uh Uh-oh. Lane heads to the airport, and Lorelai and Emily reconnect over decorative headwear. Ooh. I mean, I was in the last (laughs) syllable.
2: Emily, what do you think? also- didn't really say anything about Rory other than she's in summer school. Like, there's a whole Dean
1: fight, Ooh, no too. Dean. <gasps> well, she did build a house. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of knocked out a wall, but I'll give you that. She
2: put a nail into a piece of wood that would do nothing. How did she
1: get so dirty? What did I she know. do? No idea. <laughs> Does Jess get a point or not?
2: I would say... No. Okay. Just because okay. words were still getting... Words were still being said.
0: I was so close. <laughs> we'll hopefully get better at this. We'll see.
2: <laughs> quick disclaimer. For me, Emily, I have been sick. My voice is completely off. So apologies, guys. Hopefully next episode my voice will be better.
1: All good. Yes. And yeah. another quick disclaimer. This one's a little bit more serious. Later on in the episode, we're going to be talking about... um a word that is said by Rory Gilmore, and it, any ableist discussion and stuff like that, we are not trying to offend anyone. If anything, we're trying to highlight the fact that it should it never have been said in the first place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least Rory follows it up with, I'm a horrible person. Because I'm sitting there yeah. like, for that comment? <laughs> yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, it's kind of shocking to hear it come out of anybody's mouth. So, But especially
1: yeah. Rory Gilmore's. Right? Especially Rory Gilmore. But... <sighs> Let's not go too far ahead. Uh, let's start yeah. the episode discussion, guys.
0: Yeah. So as I jumped into our our summary, uh, we come into the Lorelai and Rory household, and Lorelai is doing her research on veil lengths. Mm-hmm. So. We are to take it that she is now all about wedding planning. Last episode, she was super not into it. And now she's got a newspaper veil on her head.
1: Wedding planning is a bitch, guys. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Emily is married. (laughs) Yes, I did the wedding. 200 people. It was a big wedding. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was I thought it was nice to see Lorelai actually excited for it. Mm-hmm. Or like doing some of her own planning without having Rory like, but hey, what about this? Why don't you do that? It was kind of nice to see her actually instigating some of the some of the planning and stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. I have some background stuff for you guys. You know how I love yeah. my background stuff. So there are three frame photographs in this scene. Mm-hmm um one is Lorelai as a kid in front of the Gilmore residence we've seen that one that was the the one from the pilot the -hmm. next one is Lane and Rory over Rory's birthday cake at the sweet 16 yeah cute Mm -hmm. and the third one is a framed photo of Suki and Jackson just hugging wow that's so cute she just has a picture of them I thought that was so adorable
0: it's really adorable, especially when you think about how fresh this relationship still is. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously later in the episode that Suki and Jackson have a discussion about it. Well, I mean, half of a discussion. <laughs>
2: um, it's no two
0: fish really hugging. That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, no, it isn't. <laughs> it is, yeah, gosh, there will never be another two fish hugging while standing up outside of water. <sighs> Title of my memoir. <laughs>
1: Another thing, um, this is not background, this is just the scene. Lorelei mentions Cotillion. Uh, I guess we yes. did did we already have the image of her not fitting in her dress that was dear. I don't think no, so. No, we haven't had it yet. I don't think, okay. think we so. have that. Yeah, until I think that we're Lori does her Cotillion. Right. Her come we're out. a ways out from Cotillion. Okay. Yeah. Um so this might be the first mention of it. Mm-hmm. Of it's mm-hmm. coming up. And it is well, coming up.
0: Lorelai does mention the fluffy dresses she used to get crammed into during the wedding episode of season one. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've already kind of gotten this, like, Lorelai isn't super into the the big dress thing. Yeah. At least once before. Um, But she does seem willing to go dress shopping with Rory when Rory is like, nope, we're going dress shopping.
2: (laughs) I'm so disappointed we never got a dress shopping scene.
0: Right? Like, the
2: closest thing we ever get is in, like, what, season five? In the future, clearly, but like nothing mm. with Max. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a point, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, like Max, the wedding is a paper. It's newspaper. It's mm-hmm. not real. It's just fake. Like it's all of this excitement and everything. is such a disappointment. Yeah, I mean
0: this this episode really really makes you. Puts you on Max's side. Yeah. We talked a lot in the first season about how like Max was barely there. You forget that she's with Max. All of this comes out of nowhere, but like I feel like this is a great episode for Max because you see how good he is and how much he wants this mm-hmm. and how willing he is to try. And like being able to see the future the way that we can, yeah. uh, makes me feel so it's bad so for
1: sad. him. I watched this with my mom and she was just like, I had no idea they got this close. Mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah it was basically at the altar it's just they didn't get there yeah. yet like it was basically there
2: like the weekend before <sighs> or something maybe mm-hmm. i'm not even 100 percent sure on the timeline when we get there but
1: yeah yeah but we move on to chilton and <laughs> it's summer school for both the nerds and the people that failed classes so yeah
2: i Do you guys think like this is the last day of normal school and they're signing up for like summer classes or is this like actual summer school here?
1: No, I I think it's summer school. This was active summer school. Okay. And they still have to wear the uniform.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I never, I don't think summer school was like a positive thing Mm -hmm. at all through my experience until college. Like, and then it was like you could take summer term classes for less money.
2: Mm -hmm. My high school could do that though. Oh. My high school, you could do summer classes to make up for, you know, failing something, or you could also mm-hmm. do it um, to contribute towards, like, AP stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's they, cool. I, yeah, I don't think we had mm-hmm. that.
2: They had, a like, a graduate early program, too, so you could graduate mm-hmm. a semester early. So if you did, like, a course or two over the summer, then you could graduate, actually, a whole semester early. That's cool. Before going to college. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my school did not allow you to retake classes. If you failed, you oh. failed. Um, but you were allowed to take classes for credit for AP stuff. Okay, hmm. interesting. I never did.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe I wasn't smart enough. That those programs just weren't offered to me. <laughs> maybe I'm I'm talking out of school. Yeah. But uh, Rory is in summer school. Uh, we find out from Dean that she is going three days a week,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and she is kind of looking for extracurriculars. Casually, she gets roped into it. Uh, yeah. through a discussion with Madeline.
2: Well, she kind of like walks up to the board, gets attacked by Madeline Louise in Paris. Obviously, kind of going at it. So sweet. I know, right? Madeline
0: is, yeah, really. She's really she trying this episode. She is. She's supposed Can to be angry. I make a quick comment though. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about uh, Max and Dean. Their actors have had kind of a glow up mm-hmm. over the the break. Louise is in a wig, right? Right.
1: She like, is. She's in
0: a bad wig so she must have had a project between seasons that caused her to change her hair
2: i don't remember exactly what it was but i remember reading somewhere at one point that yes she is wearing a wig in the first couple episodes of the season
0: okay i was just like i looked at it i thought her hair always looks great why does it look like this and then i looked harder i'm like oh because it's literally sitting on her head (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not a great wig yeah, and luckily she's only in that one scene. Maybe they're like, "It's not worth it. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're yeah, not gonna because, put her in the other scenes."
1: Um, later on, when she's talked to, she just says something off-screen, but mm-hmm. they never show her. They yeah, only show yeah. Madeline. Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Tristan is mentioned, not shown. I think mm-hmm. this is about the time where um, Chad is on uh, Dawson's Creek.
2: Yeah, no. and he's starting okay. to
1: uh, leave Gilmore Girls.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Mm-hmm you know for good yeah
2: i did find it interesting that um like louise and paris are both like we're not talking to you right now remember tristan pj harvey but the last confrontation we saw about it paris was like no do whatever you want i don't care what you do so it just seemed Mm -hmm. like an interesting turn of events to be like nope blatantly here's why because of this thing that you have
1: absolutely no control over honestly yeah it's probably just because people didn't binge watch back then so yeah, it's right, like trying reminding
0: remind people the <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but anyway this conversation ends up with Rory Gilmore saying she's going to go build a house <laughs> our Rory Gilmore the Gilmore who doesn't do stuff like that mm-hmm. they need a strong man in the house at all times or else things fall apart literally so exciting turn of events for Rory
1: so um, Rory is at summer school right, uh, for three classes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shakespeare, physics, and obscure Russian poetry. She took Shakespeare.
0: Yeah. Or did she, she did, maybe
1: it was, there was a uh, Shakespeare, was Shakespeare unit. Shakespeare or
2: English, just in, like, a Shakespeare section. Mm-hmm.
1: I would assume that's what she, she would have been in English with a Shakespeare mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like just specific... taking Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But not Which, as math. soon as she said that, as soon as soon as she said that, I was like, "Oh yes, the Shakespeare class!" Like I remembered what is to come.
1: <laughs> oh right, yeah, you're totally right. But that's not yeah. during summer school. No, because they're all wearing like coats that's and during, stuff. Yeah, that's during school. Oh
0: how much Shakespeare do these kids learn? <laughs>
2: Apparently, that is the entire Chilton curriculum. <laughs> it's just all they Shakespeare do is over and Shakespeare. Over. Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, but we do run into another familiar face at Chilton. Uh, Henry do. is there.
3: Henry. Uh, we find
0: out Henry is maybe not like the best student. He's failed trig three, three times,
3: times.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: which I-, I mean, I I get it. I'm not good at math. Um, but kind of a surprise.
2: I'm yeah. I'm really surprised that like there wasn't something more in depth like punishment for failing three times. I feel like yeah. somewhere like Chilton, you fail more than once. You're like, yeah, you're not smart enough for here. You gotta go. Right. Or yeah. it's uh He's paying full tuition, so. hmm.
0: But he still wants to talk to Lane. He tells her about the 12 phone calls and.
1: 13. This is
0: Kim answering the 13th. Oh, God. Like, I mean, but that kid is trying. Unfortunately, uh, Lane is literally leaving the country this episode, so. I, Not the best timing.
2: I love that Henry says, like, realistically, I know you can't go to jail for prank phone calls, but she just sounded <laughs> so capable of doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. It actually reminds me of later of Zack, um, later on when we get Zack in season four or five, where he's also like, I I think she can actually threaten me. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there's hell
2: dogs involved in that conversation. Yeah. Hell hell. <laughs> And then Henry gives out his trig notes with a phone number on it.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. Such a boy thing to do. I honestly thought that was so realistic.
2: It is. Yeah. I had to think, though, I'm like, if that's the reason you're failing trig, because you keep handing out your notes to everybody, like, (laughs) how many times are you giving your phone number out?
0: But props to him for being, like,
2: super willing
0: and interested in Rory potentially tutoring him. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that. For a lot of high school boys, they would not be comfortable asking for or accepting help from
1: a girl. So,
0: He's a good guy. I wish no. we saw more of him. Rory
1: was the wing-, wing woman in this episode. She was like, I'll hook you up with Wayne. This yeah. is fine. I'll do it. And also I'll help you with your math. Yeah. Yeah. And then we move
2: <laughs> on to Friday night dinner.
1: We move on to Lorelai roasting Rory. And oh, she yeah. deserves it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and it's so
0: funny, because, like, later on, much, much later on, when she has to do the garbage cleanup, she acts like manual labor is, like, the most exhausting, most overwhelming thing she's ever done. It's like, girl, oh. you
1: you did What's this house, house yeah. thing. Came home covered in dirt. That Rory is a fine. different Rory.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a different Rory. But, yeah, no, uh, Lorelai is roasting her. And I think Lorelai wants to continue the roast. Uh but dinner does not go as usually planned.
1: Well, no. Lorelai takes off her ring. Um, with the expectation of not saying it tonight. But then mm-hmm. she walks in and Emily is in wham, bam, thank you, ma'am mode. She wants it to be <laughs> done. Come in, eat, and get out. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: I want to know, though. Richard has a 6 a.m. flight for business on a Saturday?
0: That just seems so
2: off to me.
1: Richard's entire career is (laughs) unfathomable to me. (laughs) Why does he keep having to go on business trips? He's an insurance man. What what does he
2: do? Cold call people to sign up for your insurance.
0: But I mean, you have to assume he's senior enough. He's not cold calling. He's just doing like the handshakes to seal deals. I will never, I will never be in that level of business, but. It looks exhausting.
2: You know, maybe most. his trips are to acquire smaller insurance companies.
0: I could see something like that.
2: That. Yeah. I could see that. I still don't see it on a Saturday. But
0: also, why does why do they have to do dinner so fast and so early if he has a flight the next morning? Because Emily like, wants does Richard on. need
2: so he can go to bed early.
1: <laughs> but I guess. But why does Emily have to go to bed early? I don't well, know. Well, clearly <laughs>
2: Lorelai and Rory being in the house would keep Richard up
1: all hours of the night.
0: I suppose. Well, we do see a really a great like scene between Richard and Rory, because the yes. last time that they were together, it was when they had that fight. Mm-hmm. And I really love the way that Richard and Rory interact in this episode. Like, Richard is very uncomfortable with the fact that they fought, and he's looking for reassurance, and she gives it to him. And they kind of reconnect and rebuild that relationship. They've already had the apology happen off screen. Mm-hmm. But like they're back to being
1: buddies. And I forgot how much I love that with them. I really appreciate that they had the apology on screen as well. Yeah. While mm-hmm. even telling us like the apology already happened um, for the audience. Like it it was bad. Last week was mm-hmm. bad yeah. with Richard. And so even the audience deserves that apology. Well, and you don't see
2: Richard be vulnerable like no ever Mm -hmm. and this i think this is one of the very few times throughout the entire series that you see him like really kind of we're okay right like just really like kind of open himself up to potentially being hurt if rory were to be like nope and walk away not that she ever would
1: (laughs) but he got lorelei flashbacks
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i would have lost
1: lorelei and rory's lorelei's daughter like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and I mean, their relationship is just so important to him. And it's really nice to see him prioritize that. So, I yeah. Yeah. But because Rory and Richard are off having this big discussion, and then that leads to, oh, I want to show you something. And so they disappear off into the house together. It leaves Emily and Lorelei alone at the table. And Lorelei, as we know, cannot just sit silently.
2: No, she cannot. It's
0: just not
1: in her nature. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was really proud of Lorelei. 'Cause Because, like, I, at one point, like, on one hand, I was thinking, why isn't Lorelai picking up on this? Mm-hmm. Like, Emily's mm-hmm. pissed off at you. But at the other hand, I was like, Lorelai? She has no you're idea. are actually going to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: I think Lorelei at this point, she's like, her mom's always mad at her for something that she probably mm-hmm. didn't even connect that, like, it was something big. Because obviously mm-hmm. she doesn't know anything about the wedding shower that Suki would have called or anything. Yeah. Um, I do wonder, and I read this on Reddit a while ago, and this is just a particular instance that I agree with, that it's kind of a, like Lorelai's relationship with Emily is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, she is so convinced that relationship with Emily is always going to be bad. Like, if Lorelai had told Emily when she found out, this could have been a happy moment for them. Like, I'm sure there probably would have been some backlash of like, well, I haven't even met this man. How can you marry him? Mm-hmm. But it would have been more mm-hmm. than like just the complete cold shoulder. It's like, yeah, because Lorelai didn't tell Emily, she gets the reaction that she expected to get to begin with. And it's so cold because of her actions.
0: So it just yeah. it's kind of
2: like a, a never ending loop. I didn't know what it you really is. thought about that.
0: And they have a really great or Lorelai has a really great kind of like monologue at the end of the episode discussing that Mm -hmm. really I mean in detail and I really I'm excited to talk about that because I think that's a great piece of acting but also just
1: like a great character moment for both women too but Emily's response to this moment here is very cold very just oh I hope hope we're here yeah
0: yeah it's absolutely not what you want to hear from your parents when you're
1: trying to like tell them this huge news tell them exciting
0: news yeah, yeah.
1: and Lorelai is heartbroken yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, she tries to play it off
0: for Rory but Rory knows that she's upset right
2: I mean who's gonna yeah. be happy ever about their mother being like mm, hope we're in town have fun getting yeah. married
1: and that little like rant through um stars hollow which by the way I always love the walking scenes through stars hollow mm-hmm. um just mm-hmm. Everyone off doing their little things, whatever stores are open. But then they get to Luke's, and I love Luke, right? He obviously cares about Lorelei. Yeah. He's not the best at comforting people, let's say. No,
0: but I mean, Rory kind of like eggs him on. Like, yeah. Rory kind of wants some oh, of yeah. this, and Lorelei is not really in the mood, but then Luke does rant and she kind of gets into it.
2: <laughs> I will say, we officially have Luke
0: yes oh yes. yeah definitely. ranty luke mm-hmm. like and everybody is like aware
2: yes <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i think it's rory says she wants a rant meal yeah
2: yeah we'll have two copy two coffees and a rant meal please but they have a couple different no i'll have an ex- like something meal with a side of acceptance mm-hmm. extra cheese or whatever and at no point does luke say what's a rant meal
1: What's an exception? <laughs> yeah. no, he He's knows. like,
2: okay, and just walks away. I'm like, how, ups- how often are you guys upset that you have these designated meals and that Luke remembers what they are?
0: I assumed that it was just burgers the whole time and then it ended up being a salad.
1: <laughs> well, he said like, ranch or, uh, um, or blue, blue cheese. cheese. So <laughs> I was like, wings? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Buffalo but, chicken sandwich? Um, Luke, he rants about the wedding, uh, just mm-hmm. weddings in general, and family. Mm-hmm. And yes. my best friend is currently in the process of uh, preparing for her wedding next year. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot. Like it's yeah. so much. It's so stressful. And you know, we've all the bridesmaids have been there for her, but it is a lot of stress. And that was the yeah.
2: one time in big. my life I actually bought a day planner and used it every single mm-hmm. day.
1: For like, oh my
2: gosh. I, yeah. I think for like the three months leading up to the wedding, I had meetings or calls or visits or clear like fitting or something like literally Monday through Friday.
1: Monday it's through Friday. It's so Saturday. funny. The other day I'm like, hey, you wanna hang out? And she's like, No, sorry, I'm going to a wedding expo. And I'm mm-hmm. like, What is a wedding expo? I actually went to one. That was like one of the last <laughs>
0: things I did before COVID. I went to a <laughs> wedding expo with my best friend. Um and the one other bridesmaid and the moms. And it was super interesting. Lorelai, oh, my gosh, would have a heyday
2: You at a wedding sure. Really good deals with those things. Yeah. Like, talking to vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I got I got all my wedding flowers half price and my bouquet free. Oh, nice. From That's meeting before us at an event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got, yeah. like, $500 off um I think our suit rental, like, you can get some really good deals with those things if you go through a vendor that you meet there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. And yeah, it was just fun, too. Mm-hmm. There was dresses she got to try on, and we got to try cupcakes, and oh, yeah. there was like a fashion show going on. Mm-hmm. It
1: was it was a lot of fun. Well, is not really doing any of this. Um, no. But, you know. She's very focused on veils. <laughs> But going back to Rory real quick, <laughs> Rory's gonna build a house. I don't know. She has Ugh. got her overalls on. Everyone uh, has she their She has got on. her
0: backpack. Lorelai has made her a sparkly, fluffy pink hammer.
2: When of, does Lorelai make this occasion?
0: hammer? Uh, uh overnight. Yeah.
1: And her she didn't look too complicated. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I assume that Lorelai is one of those people that like stays up late doing random craft projects (laughs) when she's got things on her mind, and she definitely has things on that. Yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, she uh she is ready to go build a house, and she gets interrupted. She's already late,
1: first by Lorelai, thirty in the
0: morning, and then as she's headed out the door, Lane bursts in with Mm -hmm. all of her contraband to hide at the Gilmore house while she is out of the country.
1: Four boxes. Which is just sad. I gotta say, yeah. the Lane Kim retrieval kit is the saddest thing in right? the world. <laughs> like the fact that Lane has like
0: prepared all of this information, including like how to say Korean phrases phonetically, right. the name of the, the guy embassy. at the embassy. <laughs> yeah, she genuinely thinks that she is like being shipped
1: off with yep. no return. I mean, but then
0: later in the episode, she's like, I'll be back for the wedding, so,
1: Well, she has know. a little bit of optimism, fake optimism, yeah. but she, I think she gen- genuinely thinks, like, okay, I need to put everything here, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> yes. I don't think she's
2: going to get murdered, I just, I think she thinks that she's going to get no, abandoned Kim, in I mean. Korea for the rest of Oh, oh okay. yeah.
0: Or, like, shipped to a Korean convent or something. Most likely God. that. After uh, we say goodbye to Lane, we run into Dean. Mm -hmm. And Dean really wants to hang out. Dean really wants to hang out. And she's got to go build a house. They've
2: been apart from together. (sighs) Dean is a lot for me. Right? Like, Dean is very needy in this episode. It's just in general. And, like, I. I get
0: yeah. that. I get it when your partner has been really busy and you just really want to spend some time together. Like, I understand that. But if your partner has legitimate things going on, like, I have to go do this project for school, they need to go do that. You can't tell them to skip it.
2: Let's, yeah. let's flash back a week to a conversation at the Gilmore house when Dean says, I know Rory's going to Harvard and if she doesn't go, it won't be due to me. Seven days later, (laughs) blow off your thing that's going to get you into Harvard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What? Like, how? what?
0: How did we get there? Yeah. Well, and Rory only really gets out of the situation by, one, saying, why don't you go inside and you and my mom can continue making fun of me for this house thing? Which really reinforces for me that, like, all right, you've got Dean and Lorelai. And then you've got Rory, who yeah, is separate and not on thing. the same level. Um, but she also says, "Let's do something tonight, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna be busy during the day, but let's do something tonight."
1: Okay, movies and Amazon. And he
0: accepts it, right? He's like, "Okay, right?" Amazon, yeah, she's gonna buy books on Amazon. I didn't what a realize
1: that was like a thing already. What a it modern, was barely girl. a thing then. But yeah, <laughs> it was just books. I think at that point. Oh yeah, that it probably was just books. A little background before we. Go on, um. You know how I love my background stuff. I said this before. There are two balloons tied to. Oh uh, yeah. Why it's tied no on idea. the house? Like I don't know what's called in English. Um, the like,
2: like the trellis around the top. Yeah, the
1: trellis on top. Um, there's just two balloons there, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> what? Are they left over? They were completely filled. They weren't Red like hanging or anything, or like dying. Don't know. Completely I, mean, little... I
0: can imagine like Lorelai grabbing balloons off of uh like an event post or something yeah. and springing them home to annoy
1: Taylor. It's weird. Confusing. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. But anyways, uh moving on. Uh we go to the construction site and uh Rory tapping a man sawing is like the stupidest thing Rory. It has is also done.
2: yes, that is a horrible idea. <laughs> but
1: and we that's
2: meet Tom, Tom, right? We meet Tom for the first time. Okay. He does not have a name. It's Tom but it's not name. Tom. Yeah.
0: It's the actor who plays Tom. Yes. But he has different
1: mannerisms than Tom. Yes. Because Tom he's, later on is I want to say nicer. It's not that this guy wasn't nice. Yeah.
0: But he I was think he's more just, cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. And also, Tom would never allow un like kids. unlicensed yeah. kids on his work site. Now, Tom would not. <laughs>
2: I mean, uh, I take this it's supposed to be like a Habitat for Humanity type organization, yeah. which does have like high school kids and volunteer things. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess we I could go it, yeah. with that. Like, Tom got over the high school kids and started his <laughs> own contract contracting business. Yeah. Contractor. I, business. I feel yeah.
1: that. I feel that.
2: But
0: I mean, he literally like puts Rory in the house, gives her the the frame the of the house, bare bones. <laughs> like, what kind duck of when they say duck are these? What does "don't look just... up" mean? Like, why would I mean? You... Maybe if something's falling, like sawdust, is gonna fall in your eyes. I don't know. She doesn't have eye protection. She just mm-hmm. has a hard hat. Very true. And it's not even does. fitting her right.
2: Yeah, she just doesn't even have it on.
0: Um, she puts one nail into <laughs> a. Pe- she doesn't even
1: get it in because no, Paris, Paris breaks her thumb. Her. gosh. Yeah. Um, Paris comes over, and Paris is. Paris. I don't you know what that means.
0: Well, Paris has already established in the earlier like Chilton shots mm-hmm. that this is something that she does. Like yeah. this is one of her projects. So she feels very confident here. She did not Rory she did not want Rory to come. So she's already annoyed.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. So Paris lists a whole bunch of um, jobs or extracurricular activities that she's been doing. And one of them is the suicide hotline. And Chris Skeller in a suicide hotline is not a good idea. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: I cannot yes. see Paris being good there.
2: <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, not her strong suit. The comforting is not something that comes no. naturally to Paris. Um,
1: But, you know, uh, speaking of extracurricular activities, what did you guys do in high school? Marching band. Newspaper. Um, I was on the literary magazine. So close to newspaper.
0: Cool. cool. Yeah, Yeah, I loved being on newspaper. I really thought I was going to go off and be a
1: journalist. I did not. Spoiler alert. But (laughs) I was on the it was called Vox Leonis um, on that magazine because of Rory. Yeah, that was a Gilmore Girls. I mean, I was
0: definitely (laughs) I was definitely on the newspaper staff because of Rory Gilmore. Mm -hmm. I was I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast, but I was the first uh sophomore in 11 years to be allowed on the paper staff so yeah i that i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be rory
2: <laughs> i always loved reading and i could do i could do like essays and stuff on books but i was never like a writer like mm-hmm. i would try to write something and i'm like this is
1: awful and so
2: that was never my thing
1: yeah. um but my big thing in high school was the marist youth group which is was basically a volunteer group um uh, we would just go around and Basically, set up all the events that people should have been paid for. Like, okay. <laughs> they just kind of took advantage of the fact that we were kids and mm-hmm. made us set up stuff. Uh, and now I'm like, you guys could have gotten professionals to set this up. You just did it because you were cheap. But anyways. I mean, it's volunteer work for a reason. Yeah. No, it's good. And um, I think it really helped me in college. I went to a Catholic college. So like talking about the marriage youth group definitely gave me an edge. Mm-hmm. And I do think that um, Paris has a point. Extracurricular activities are huge. I think yeah. Paris is
2: very right in what she's saying. I don't understand Rory's freak out because we have already learned and seen Rory is incredibly invested in Stars Hollow. That is she great. volunteers I feel like that for so many events in Stars Hollow alone. like She was a pilgrim. Yeah. she's a program in Thanksgiving. She helps with the nativity scenes and she does like the, yeah, yeah, like she's involved in all of these things. How come nobody just smacks her over the head and is like, Rory, you have a list. Mm -hmm. Here it is. I
0: don't get that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a big part of at least the senior experience, like first term. When I was in school, it's like, everybody's like, oh, man, how do I pad my college applications? Oh, right? yeah. What have I done that I can call extracurricular? Like, will your parents vouch that I did this for them over the summer? You know, like, yeah, everybody's doing that. It's okay, Rory.
1: Right. <laughs> so yeah, so Rory, okay, Rory builds this house, I, I guess. I don't know, we don't see her ever doing anything It's incredibly dirty. It's incredibly doing dirty it somehow. on her gets face. A lot of
2: knowledge from one day with no instruction <laughs> to be able yep. to say the gazebo is structurally sound. Tom
1: is a great teacher, apparently, but he's not because we saw Osmosis. him not being one. Mm-hmm. And Dean is waiting at the mm-hmm. bus stop. And Rory I died because Rory says, Dean, hi. So annoyed. And I was like, Yes, Rory, I feel the same way. Yeah.
2: I didn't take it as annoyed. I took it more as a, oh, shit, I forgot we were going to do things tonight.
1: I yeah. At first,
0: I thought that she was just so tired, right? Because yeah. she's, like, dragging. Mm-hmm. She's dirty. She's worked hard all day. I could totally understand her not wanting to have plans after that. Yeah. But no, it's because Rory is being Rory, and she needs to go home, and she needs to make lists. She needs to plan her future. Yes. And Dean doesn't like that.
1: No, he doesn't. And you're right. Rory looks absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. And you would think as a good boyfriend, he would pick up on that and be like, hey, you know, you look like you've had a rough day. Even if it was like, let's still hang out, but not do anything. Right. Or right. I'll watch you as you do it. Like, or as you mm-hmm. look maybe up I can
2: help you do these things. Mm-hmm. Maybe be involved in them. Mm-hmm. Instead of no, my of girlfriend options. doesn't have any time for me. Wham. He, I
0: mean, he really throws a fit. Rory says that he's like a two-year-old. Yes, And he kind of is. He's kind of throwing a tantrum.
2: But He said, us. I
0: was expecting this. I wanted this. You're
1: not giving it to me. And I'm going to be mad.
2: As a mom with a three-year-old, yeah, he is throwing a tantrum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but guys, he's not the worst person Sorry. in the scene. I'm going to give Rory the worst person in the scene. Because she says something pretty terrible. Uh, yes, um, she does. And... I do think it was a moment of frustration and anger and she just being like, I need to do this now because I haven't done it in the past. Um, I'm not going to say the word that she says, but it was, it was the R word. Yes. So we can yeah. Say that. I need yeah. to find
2: an R kid and teach him how to play softball. Mm-hmm. And then she yeah. follows it up with, "Ugh, I'm awful. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is a horrible thing to say. It is. It's a frustrating
0: reminder of how embedded that word was yeah. in like the vernacular at that point.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it was it was one of many words that people just used to describe things that were frustrating mm-hmm. or or in this case, talking about somebody who has some kind of, you know, mental disability. Like mm-hmm it was inappropriate then it's inappropriate now and it is shocking to hear sweet little rory gilmore yeah. say that especially with our 2021 sensibilities and ears but
2: but until like the last couple of years or i'd say that probably within the last 5 to 10 years i don't think that line ever registered for me as something bad until like not it didn't register as anything bad at that time other than like well that's kind of crappy but like the terms that she used Weren't what registered. It was just like the selfishness behind it.
1: Oh yeah, and that's so. That's my like. I, obviously, the word is incorrect, and mm-hmm. um, she doesn't mean it. Yeah, yeah. She's not trying to help someone. She just wants to get something good on her college application. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting
0: because I was trying to think about another piece of like media approximately from the same time period. Um and so in the movie there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. This is something that comes up because the main character Mary has a brother who is mentally handicapped and the R word is like bandied about and people are like, "Oh, it- aren't you not supposed to say that?" That movie came out in 1998. Really? So it's not like it's not like, you know, this was not something that people were aware of. The fact that she says it in this episode,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, People were aware that it was not appropriate, or it was not the
1: preferred language. Mm-hmm. So I do remember in Arrested Development um, that was the joke with Charlize Theron's character as well, and um, that I think was two thousand three, two thousand four. So it would have mm-hmm. been like roughly in the same couple yeah. years. Um, I do think it's something that we have grown out of as a society. Yeah, I do still think that people use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, and. Check yourself. I don't know if you yeah. use it. Uh, just
2: don't. Just be aware of yeah. the terms that you're using.
1: But yeah, but we can't tell anything to Rory Gilmore from 2001. So Rory Gilmore yeah. from 2001, you kind of sucked, but it's okay. Well, yeah, we'll you're you're freaking
2: you. <laughs> out. So we'll we'll give you a little bit of leeway this time.
0: And this scene ends with a really great shot of Dean and Rory uh, in the center of the shot, and then they both go their separate directions. And it was just a fun shot, you know?
2: It is. You Sometimes, don't see those scenes very often.
0: Yeah. So it's fun when they do some fun camera work. But they have had a fight and they're both grumpy. And Rory goes home to take a shower
3: <laughs>
1: yes. and
0: start her list making. Meanwhile, Lorelai is getting ready
1: for a date. It feels like Rory's always catching up. Yeah. With, with school? Mm-hmm. Like she can never reach anyone so much stress and pressure on this girl
0: yeah Which, yeah i mean it comes up later in the episode too you know dean talks about the amount of pressure pressure she is putting on herself mm-hmm. to achieve this future
2: um i'd say this is a new pressure for her this wasn't like chilton going in and you're already you know starting off behind and having to catch up into all these subjects this is for worry i think this particular instance is an oh. Crap! I need to do all of these things that I didn't know I needed to do. Yeah, at least her schoolwork is probably caught up at this point. But
1: yeah, again, oh well, yeah, she's he... a top three percent.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, and she's doing optional summer school. Mm-hmm.
2: Why does Lorelai not say, "Hey, hun"? Why do all of your town events not count towards towards extra? Like, I don't get why nobody mentions it. It bothers me so much.
1: Clearly, why doesn't Lorelai say? Hey, it's kind of crazy that Dean is so obsessed with you. Yeah, she does. <laughs>
0: she makes it a big, like, positive. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so obsessed with you. He's thinking about you all the time. Laura. Call him up. Like, no, Lorelai.
2: That's stalker no. material. That's not it's a good thing. It's to have,
1: like, your separate lives and relationships. It's okay. You don't need yeah. to be tangled like that. Well, I also think it's so bizarre that, like, Lorelai is
0: so invested in having Rory and Dean together and having them, you know, inviting him over when she's out of the house, and yet she's so staunchly against Rory being sexually active. Like, I know that these two things don't go hand in hand, but, like, she's always pushing them to be together, be together, get him over here, like, and yet she doesn't want Rory to, like, Lorelai well, is
2: more
1: invested in that relationship than yeah. Rory is. Yeah, but I think always sex comes up is with Jess, and, and Lorelei does not yeah. like Jess, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's the difference. This is
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Poor Jess took a beer on his first day and was never redeemed.
2: Yeah, yeah. but I well, still can't see Lorelei like, having any positive thoughts about Rory having sex to begin with. Yeah, well. Like, regardless of who the boy is. Yeah. Can we
0: talk about Lorelai and Max's very sweet date that Lorelai kind of ruins?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I think that Max's parents sound so sweet,
3: $35?
0: it absolutely Four shows. Right, of. it shows that <laughs> juxtaposition of their upbringing, where he Lorelai sees a check and she's like, "No, we're paying for everything ourselves." She thinks it's going to be Gilmore level money. Mm-hmm. Nope. First ins- installment, $35. Yeah, but I mean, Max's parents are excited. They're excited. They want to be involved. Uh, they offer Lorelai her his mom's wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Like, she mm-hmm. just wants to be involved. And this really, really rubs Lorelai the wrong way. And she is, like, physically unable to get through this dinner in a smiling, polite way. Which I get, she's upset, but, like, she really takes a turn at the end of this dinner.
2: I wish we would have seen Lorelai tell Max what her, what Emily said. Like, because yeah. we jump into this conversation at the beginning, and I couldn't remember. I'm like, has she told him, like, how it went down? or? It was kind it's of alluded implied, to, right? Yeah. It's alluded to after the fact that mm-hmm. they do know. Because Max is like, are you sure that's all that's wrong? When she mentions Rory and her extracurriculars. And then I think after that, Lorelai delves into the Emily fight, Which, and it's not new quick, information.
1: Real quick, Max is the perfect person to help with that. Why didn't Rory go to him at any point?
0: Uh, I mean, because I guess the rest of the world also has a hard time remembering Max
1: exists,
0: <laughs> even when he's engaged to her mom. <laughs> like,
2: I mean, as far as we know, Rory doesn't go to anybody for help, though. Like, she just starts taking yeah, it all on herself.
1: That is true. Um, but yeah, so Lorelai and Max leave early, and they start driving, or Max is driving, and Lorelei's kind of giving directions, and yeah. I feel like he should have realized where they're going. She's <laughs> acting
0: super weird, like, incredibly sketchy. Yeah. If I was driving somebody, and they were giving me those, like, deadpan, super serious... Turn left here. Like, I'd be like, we're going to stop because I'm worried about where we're going. <laughs> yeah.
2: Are we is murdering information? someone? Like, what's happening? No. <laughs> Tell me where we're going.
1: But we arrive at the Gimler residence. And first off, I want to mention Max's car is so beautiful.
2: I think we talked about no, it the first I time even we see it, it.
1: When
2: he <laughs> yeah. shows up for their first date at Cinnamon's Wake. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think know. Babette I says something about it, too. It
1: was really nice. He's the hunk
2: with the car.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and Lorelai rings the doorbell about a thousand times. Yeah, and yeah. And honestly, for it. as
0: for as late as it's supposed to be, and as much as Lorelai is ringing the doorbell, Emily doesn't seem as mad as I would have expected when she opened the door.
1: I think she's still cold. Like she's. I think still, she's like, still just surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a kind of a what the hell. Kind of face on her face, Um, yeah. I want to talk about Lorelai's rant about maids because she's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. But what does that have to do with anything? Oh, Lorelai's just looking. I mean, I think she's just spiraling. Yeah, yeah. She just wants to attack her mom, and that's how she knows.
2: I think she wants to attack her her mom but she wants to do it in a way that doesn't make her vulnerable. She's like, I want to attack you for these things, but I'm not going to open myself up to let you know why I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. I just want to hurt you, is kind of what it felt like.
0: And Lorelai's so quick. Like, we know she's so clever. She comes up with things so quickly. Like, on the way over, she might not have had anything planned to say. She just knew she needed to talk to her mom. Mm-hmm. And she got inside and it was just like, she thought about the the maid situation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It could have been in that
1: instant and she just runs with it. Because we know she'll run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets something, she goes. And she runs straight into, why have you never cared? Which makes me teary-eyed or cry oh my gosh, every yeah. time. Yeah. And
0: I so I think <laughs> we will get tired over the years of this podcast of me saying, oh my gosh, Kelly the acting phenomenal
2: kelly but i lauren think lauren both.
0: also in this scene like they play off each other so well and lauren is so desperate to be loved in this scene and kelly is so desperate to not show anything mm-hmm. yep and it's these two women who desperately need each other but can't figure out how to do it yeah and it's so hard to watch but it's so
1: well done I thought it was interesting that Emily, um, she keeps trying to push it off to tomorrow or like another day. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of just straight up being like, well, you know what? Suki told me before you told me. Um, Mm -hmm. She waits until like it kind of explodes out of her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get why she didn't say anything earlier.
0: I don't either. Max is just standing there. We don't oh. see him. We know that he is in the room awkwardly watching. I mean, to his credit, he does not try to jump in. Mm-mm. He's smart enough to know. Nope. Stand here not quietly. Wait till it's done. Uh, I will say questionable choice on <laughs> trying to invite her to meet his parents afterwards.
2: Well, as far as I yep. know, this is the first time they meet.
1: It is. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. Like,
2: I think he's trying to put some kind of positive spin on the evening.
0: He's trying. I don't know if like, he's doing
1: it. I oh, I appreciate the effort. A I'm sure effort. it was oh, yeah. mortifying for him. Oh, like yeah. Max is so prepared. He's so like he wants things to go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh he cannot fix this. He's not gonna and fix it. And I just it. have to
0: I have to say, from like a relationship point of view, I think that this honestly speaks very highly to the connection that Lorelai and Max have um, because she is so willing to let him see this. Yeah, Yeah,
3: very, very true. Because,
0: you know, like I've been with my partner for 10 years and he has seen me at my high highs and my low lows, but like you have to get to a certain point before you're comfortable letting somebody see you. Completely fall apart, yeah. And I feel like that's what this is—is is her completely falling apart with her mom, and it makes me more sad because clearly there's a level of trust there that we didn't get to see get built, mm-hmm. and we're kind of
1: slowly going to watch decline. But I do tough think scene. it. Would be interesting to compare if Luke was there instead of Max, right? Yeah, because I think Luke, and I—I I don't mean this to sound like Max was wrong for what he did, because I think if anything, Max did what he should have done just stand there quietly. Yeah. uh luke would have gone in <laughs> he would have fought yeah. emily
0: luke has a hard time staying quiet when lorelei is in distress yes which is both a positive and a negative mm-hmm. right because sometimes lorelei does need somebody to step in and help her
2: i mean I in keep- this situation they like what could luke have said
0: Oh, he wouldn't have made, it, made worse. it worse. And that's kind of yeah. That's kind of the Luke magic is that he comes in trying to be like all
1: bravado and then he ruins things. Um, yeah, but Luke wasn't there, Max was. Yeah. Because uh, Max is her fiance for now. Um we go to the inn and Michelle and Suki are fighting, and it's supposed to be like a comical fight, but you know what? I'm tired of them making fun of Michelle and his diet. It's yeah they're really
0: that's like so far this season that's all we know about him is that he measures his turkey he only eats 1500 calories a day if he eats a cookie he doesn't get to have his dinner later like
2: that's literally that's all rough, we know man. about michelle like the entire series so far we're over a season in now and we know absolutely nothing about michelle other than he's very health conscious weight conscious mm-hmm. he's supposedly good at his job
0: yeah, not a lot nice. on that one. <laughs> I think him and Suki also constantly butting heads that tapers later you know we it see does. a stronger bond between the three like main in people later on mm-hmm. but at this point it's almost kind of frustrating because it's like Suki read the room he is not interested there are so many other people that you could be
1: bringing this question mm-hmm. to. Jackson, for example.
2: Doesn't she have, like, six people working in her kitchen who could have helped her with this?
1: Because uh, she has made every single cake that she could possibly Mm -hmm. make. Uh, And Lorelai finds out, because she's in search for coffee. And Lorelai also connects that, oh, she's making a party. Mm -hmm. She invited my parents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was really glad that Lorelai did not do... What she did in season one, where she snapped at Suki,
1: right—the mm-hmm.
0: the whole ice skating date, she snaps at Suki. She was just like, "Ah, oh, it's this realization," but she's not going to blame Suki for no. it. It was a, it
2: it's, was a completely I mean, really, innocent mistake. Yeah, it's not Suki's fault at all. Yeah,
0: but she is excited about the shower, which is nice because Suki has clearly spent so much time, so much planning time. for this. There are tiny. Iced cookies hanging all over. There's cakes on cakes on cakes. Cookies on cookies. And it's beautiful. We A get to piping. see the shower and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you think all of this stuff came out of the in budget?
0: I don't oh, know. No. I think that the in budget and architecture are like two things that we have to be very cautious of. Because we'll just dig in. And that's <laughs> yeah. going to be the
2: whole podcast. Definitely. Like,
1: do they just like write to Mia and just be like. Lorelai's wedding.
2: <laughs> you know right? what? Are, they,
1: Maybe di- are yeah. they invoicing this?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, I could definitely see Suki calling Mia and being like, hey, I'm hosting a wedding shower for Lorelai. Um, here's the day and Mia being like, carte blanche, use the in budget to make all these things. Yeah. yeah.
1: Although we don't know Mia yet, but eventually we, we will. But yeah, we move on to the shower and uh, first thoughts, purple i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of purple it's my favorite color um yeah it's beautiful but name a better couple than kirk and his bull oh horn. my gosh
0: i am it's this is kirk uh-huh this is kirk mm-hmm. i think we may have finally landed on kirk, kirk we've yeah. been searching for him
2: we got and him remember
0: we had that little moment in the uh the black white and red theater where we were like oh it's almost kirk this yep. is kirk Kirk is yelling at people about Jordan Almonds. He's yelling about people (laughs) taking too many treats. It's perfect. Sector
2: B, keep moving.
0: (laughs) I gotta say, like, so much of this shower is, like, beautiful. And I know that Rory makes a comment about how it's like, oh, you know. What did she say? She says it's time understated and elegant. Elegant and
2: understated, just like my Mm -hmm. mother. Yes.
0: Uh, The Thrones was a little bit much
2: for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, this like, shower <laughs> is absolutely beautiful, but the whole thing is much for me. Yeah. Like, and there they're are
0: surrounded are, in gifts.
2: They're yeah. surrounded in gifts, and every nine out of ten of these gifts is Hello Kitty. Yep.
1: Right? There's Hello Kitty. There's, like, a kitty statue. There's a waffle yeah, maker, like, a toaster. It's crazy. Um, I don't – the thrones were a little much. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> later on
0: we will see a wedding where thrones are very appropriate <laughs> um this is not it i did we see the eye sculptures did i miss them or were they at, they're just alone? pointed to
2: i, mean, I don't know okay. if i show them no. they
0: were off screen i love that and max again to his credit being a great guy
3: mm-hmm.
0: is accepting all of this with a smile he's being very gracious this is weird like yeah. this is weird. The entire town has come out for a wedding shower. Showered them in gifts. Literally, there are ice sculptures. All of these people are strangers to him. Oh
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just don't get. Like we haven't even had this many th- this many characters in the show in an entire season. <laughs> I do like all the other women in this town who get married. I mean, it's like this for
0: everything. Yeah. Right? Every time yeah. the Gilmore Girls have a success, it's like the entire town comes out, and you just have to imagine if you are somebody other than the Gilmore Girls, you're just screwed. I mean, to be
1: fair, Lindsay got the entire square for her wedding. That's true. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just, Lorelai nails it on the head. She's like, "I am the queen." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like,
1: yep. Um. Yeah. But speaking of some of the guests, Lane. Is DJing, which, by the way, why is she not worried about Mrs. Kim seeing That's her? That's what I was wondering too. Because, no like, idea. you can literally see the square from her house. And secondly, if it's eight o'clock and she has a ten o'clock international flight, what the she hell should is she already doing there? be
2: at her gate? Yeah, yeah. Like, she admittedly leaves
1: maybe, maybe
0: ten minutes after that. But it. Did but not make they're sense. in Stars Hollow. Where is the closest? It's probably like Hartford. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be at what? At least thirty, Bloody forty man. minutes. We
1: we never By know. Bus. <laughs> Lane, of course, is still worried. That's that's pretty much the motif these past two episodes with Lane is she's being shipped off to Korea. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, Suki and Jackson are there, and they have. Uh, Jackson is convinced Suki's trying to get him to propose. Suki's not, she's just having a great time. Jackson, however, genuinely proposes moving in, and Suki thinks it is the funniest thing she's ever heard.
1: And I love and it. Is
0: I love so it. Suki and Jackson.
1: <laughs> but I don't understand why she thinks this is a joke.
0: I don't either. Um, but Dean also shows up mm-hmm. and gets a little bit of a Forgive reduction. me, but he looks he looks yeah. so good in this scene. That blue shirt and matches his tan dress buttoned. They look like they planned it. Mm-hmm. I just was like, "Ugh, I'm glad that he apologizes in this scene." And yeah, he does. He does he apologize, does. and a he's really good genuine. apology. Yes, it is. And he even makes sure that she accepts it. Like you know, he or which you know could go either way, but like he's like he wants to make sure she knows he is apologizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, points to Dean for that. One big thing I think happens at this shower that I mentioned in my summary, uh. Lorelei feels like something is missing. Lorelei, who is sitting on a throne with her fiance surrounded in gifts and ice sculptures and cakes and cookies, but she just can't stop looking over
1: at that dang diner. Ah, uh, it's so great, like her like just being like, "Give me a second, Max walks over, steals Kirk's bullhorn, which is great. Yes, Kirk is right. devastated. He Necessary. no longer has the love it's of his hidden. life. Um, and just walks over to Luke's and is like, Luke is just literally pouring ketchup from one mm-hmm. bottle to the to the other. That is what he's. What doing. is what is Max doing while this conversation happens? Being very awkwardly on a throne by himself,
2: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's being a good sport, is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't catch on to her looking because we've already seen that like animosity between Luke mm-hmm. and Max. And, like, the awareness that there's something going on. But Max doesn't say anything. He's being a great guy. Lorelai just says, hey, I want you there. Like, this is big. And I, I want you to be present. Right. And he does. He yeah. does come out. Uh, and he sits on a bench with three little girls yes, in wedding dresses. Like and it's a best. great moment. It's
2: the best. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> um
0: But Lorelai and Max are dancing, and she sees Luke, and she does a little wave, and it's kind of smile, and it's, like, trouble in paradise.
1: Yeah. There was that, like, um, it feels like you should be there, and that pause of, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe in the room seat. it feels like you should be there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand why Lorelai doesn't notice, like, even at that point of, like, hey... Maybe this isn't the best idea that I'm still thinking another guy who's not my fiance should be at my wedding shower.
0: It takes Lorelai a very long time it to does. figure this out. Um, but Lane also heads off to the airport. Mm-hmm. In Goodbye, in Lane. A gigantic Make- station wagon. Yeah. yeah. With um, a
2: gigantic
0: suitcase. Yep. Yes. Oh my gosh. And uh we get uh, the
1: last scene of the this episode which is Lorelai going over to the Gilmore residence. With veils. Back to the veils. Yes. Uh. So Lorelai
0: has, I mean, it's a peace offering, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She brings the veils over to the Gilmore house. And she comes in and she just says, like, I want your opinion on these veils. And Emily's response right away is like, you don't need my, mm-hmm. you don't need my help on veils. And it turns into a really powerful little monologue by Lorelei. Mm-hmm. Where she explains why she didn't tell her mom. Because she's always so worried that if she shares good news, Emily will make her feel bad. Um, But then, you know, if something bad happens, she's worried that Emily's going to say, I told you so. It's very honest. It's very Mm -hmm. raw. It's well acted. Mm -hmm. And it ends, oh, this scene. It makes my, like, heart swell thinking about the way this scene ends. Because Emily is silent. Through this whole monologue, she's just not saying anything. She's looking at her letter, and Laura, like kind of gives up. She's done. And she stands up to go, and Emily says, Your head is too big for a veil. Callback? Yeah, callback. Yep. But then she says, You could do a tiara. And Lorelai's like, A tiara. And Emily says, That's what I wore. Oh! Oh my gosh, the look! The vulnerability she shows. Kelly, give her an Emmy. Like it was perfect. so good. Yeah. And Lorelai's response is just this like tearful Oh. And it uh it's so good. If you have not watched the episode recently, just rewatch for that scene. It is yeah. so good.
2: Oh I my agree. god. The emotion on these two women's face faces is just like you said, Jess, just oh my heart. It's so great. It's so sweet. And I mean
0: It's a great way to end the episode, right? We kind of have ended finally on a positive all around, except for like the kind of Lorelai, Luke, Max potential drama. Right. You know, Dean and Rory are good. Uh, Rory and Richard are good. Lorelai and Emily are good. So we're kind of good, which doesn't happen very often.
1: Not often. Um, I do want to mention one thing, and I'm sure we're going to mention it in fashion later on with Jess. But I thought this is a kind of plot related so i'd mention it i like that lorelei wore a pink shirt earlier in the episode and then Mm -hmm. emily ended with the pink shirt like it ties them together lorelei and emily do have things in common and even if you know they pretend like they're so different they're really not
2: yeah Yeah.
1: when does lorelei wear a pink shirt um, when she's at the
0: end, yeah, it's a pink uh, right about now. her shower. Yeah. It's okay. a very pink shirt. Yes,
2: it is. You're right.
1: But moving on, so everyone's good, everyone's great. uh It wasn't the best episode for some characters. <laughs> I'll say that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: who is the townsperson of the week? I have. I have two. two. As well, I'm like, I wonder if they're the same too. Mm. Uh, God, do you want to go first, Sandra? Ah, uh, sure. So my first one is I just thought Madeline was really sweet in this episode. same same. <laughs> um, she was so nice and like giddy and stuff. She didn't really do much, but she made um, Rory get involved which I thought Mm -hmm. was really nice. She was kind. Mm -hmm. She was kind in the face of her friends
0: not being kind. Exactly. It was a very Neville moment, standing up to your friends. Um, Which is very impressive
2: in front Mm -hmm. of them.
0: Yeah. Especially because she kind of does it even knowing. Sometimes she does it unknowingly. This time she knows and she still chooses to Mm -hmm. be kind.
1: Yep. Um, My second is Suki. Suki made this shower. She made all of these uh, cakes and... You know, she had her heart in the right place when she called Emily, and she explained why she she called her. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. we didn't get a ton of Suki in this episode, but this episode revolves around her doing this action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what, that was my right two. How about you, Jess? What was uh, your other so person? So Madeline was my first.
0: Mm-hmm. And then my second one, which probably won't come as a surprise based on the way I've talked about in this episode, is Max. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Max has a really good episode here. He's being a very good fiancé. He's being a very good person and a good guy. I don't think he deserves what's coming for him. And I think that he... I mean, this is a good episode for him. Mm -hmm. Especially when you think about the fact that during the episode, they're talking about how he has to go away for two months and, will you still want me? Right, yeah. Um, Will she? I will say, if you have to ask...
2: Dot, dot, dot. Right? Well, you already know the answer. I mean answer. I
0: think he's trying to do it in a playful way, and she's
2: like I think I'll be even more infatuated <laughs> with you. I don't
0: know, I don't think so. I
2: I think Lorelei truly believes that.
0: At this I point, will say yes. That, yeah. Yeah.
2: Jess, my per I would agree with you, my person was Max that I was thinking. Okay. Just he has a really good episode, like you said. It's he doesn't have a downside, I don't feel like. He offers to help Rory with extracurriculars. He kind of does the best he can in the whole Lorelai and Emily fight and still tries to end that on as much of a positive note as he can.
0: I mean, I think that I watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And so I was going to say, I think that Max is getting a very good edit. Um, (laughs) But like, honestly, Max and Rachel are getting very similar edits. I was about to Mm -hmm. say the same thing. Right. They're like these faultless partners Mm -hmm. that Luke and Lorelai kind of lose
1: through their own hangups. And that's why, in my opinion, in the same way Rachel's days were numbered and we kind of gave it to her, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, Max's days are numbered as well. And um, I do think that he had a really good episode. So I agree with you guys. So Max Mm -hmm. Medina, Mr. Max Medina, will be the townsperson of the week. Congratulations. Honorary Honorary (laughs) townsperson.
2: congratulations
0: max enjoy it while you can buddy
2: <laughs> and after townsperson of the week or i guess honorary townsperson of the week we have references
0: weekly references with sandra weekly references with
1: sandra Right. So references of the week. I thought I would focus on some of the obscure ones. I feel like everyone knows about Thelma and Louise and Castro and Oprah. They're very big names. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wanted to focus on ones that were like, what are they even talking about? So the first one, Lorelai sits down at the dinner table. Emily's given her nothing. And she says uh, something to the effect of, have you heard about... um, Oh my god, I know how to pronounce this name. I asked my best friend who's Brazilian how to pronounce this name, and I completely (laughs) blanked. Xuxa. Now, Xuxa is both a game show and a person. Hmm. So Xuxa, the TV show, uh, was based off a Brazilian TV show called Shows da Xuxa. Sorry for mispronouncing that. And the person is Maria de Gracia... Shusha Menehai <laughs> sorry I'm very sorry um, <laughs> the show was for children to help them learn and they were like interactive games and it was actually hosted by Shusha now Shusha is a superstar in the Latin American world um, especially in Brazil she is the first Brazilian person to ever appear on the Forbes list of richest artists in 1991 <laughs> um, taking the 37th place she earned nineteen million dollars that year alone. Wow! Um, she's also the highest-selling Brazilian female singer, and has a net worth of twenty twenty of, of four hundred million dollars. Good for her. Yes. Dang. Meanwhile, the show was filmed in two months, and they got sixty-five episodes worth of this like kids show. Um, wow! She. It ran from, um, well, no, it was filmed from September to December of 1993, but ran for a couple years. There were a bunch of guest stars, uh, such as the Olsen twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley, Raven, Simone, um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Don't know how oh that would happen. <laughs> the real stars, you're here, right? <laughs> um, I told my Brazilian friend, like I was saying before... Um, that would be speaking about Shusha, and her fiancé described her as the Madonna for children. Um, She was really big. I have no idea how I missed her, considering I'm in the Latin world, Um, but Mm -hmm. I've never heard of her. She was a kid superstar in the 90s until she posed for Playboy and basically got condemned. That and a lack of views is why the show was ultimately cancelled, but she is still remembered as this, like, big kid superstar and you know what with 400 million dollars I'm sure she's fine yeah you know nothing worse than a woman owning her sexuality nothing at all and it was also just a semi-nude like it wasn't explicit let's say and yet she was still condemned uh, by Pat Robinson who is the uh, televangelist here Um, in America yes Um, it was a big scandal I, I, I don't like it Up next, though, this one's a little, let's say, controversial, a little bit. Um, And this one is the yellow ribbons tied to oak trees that Rory says to Lane. Oh, yeah, I was curious about that. So, I actually do know what this one meant beforehand, because if anyone has military in their family or military themselves, this is something that people did as a way to remember the troops. So, um tying a yellow ribbon around the tree was a way to support those overseas and had the implied meaning of bring our troops home um, it started in 1979 uh, about the u.s hostages being held in Iran and then later in the 90s during the Gulf War and although it's still 20 um, I'm sorry it's still 2001 in Gilmoreland in 2003 the ribbons were brought again for the war that was going on in 2003 mm-hmm Um, it's a bit insensitive to compare it to Lane, but to be fair, she really does think she's being kidnapped to another country. (laughs) So I understand the comparison, but it is about troops coming home. Up next, this one is a quick one, and it's not even mentioned. I just thought it was really funny. It's the Rolodex. Did you guys see Michelle with the Rolodex? No. You guys know what a Rolodex is? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I've used them at work. Not yeah. at my current job,
1: but at previous jobs.
0: Right. Previous job, I definitely used Rolodex.
1: Um, yeah. So it's a, something that's not used as much now. I'm sure there's a bunch of business men and women that still use them just because technology could, I don't know, fail. Um, <laughs> but it is basically this like rotating uh, filing device where you put index cards or business cards. And um, it was invented in 1956. Although it probably isn't selling as much as it did in the 90s. It's probably still selling. I'm sure people still use it at their jobs. But it's such an early 2000 image that I, like, immediately laughed as Michelle was, like, looking through it.
0: Yeah. Oh, poor Michelle. He needs better tools to do his job. He, he
2: does. He have this fancy Twice, Mac computer.
1: <laughs> he did have the Mac yes. computer. So that is a little confusing. But I guess business cards are how people talk in the business world.
0: They're like a necessary evil. Yeah. Sometimes you just
1: have a whole bunch of them and you don't know what to do.
0: I used to have a bunch like rubber banded together in a drawer. (laughs) You should have gotten Rolodex. I should have. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So at my um, previous, the previous job I did medical billing. I worked for a hospital and I would basically follow up on claims with the insurance companies, Mm -hmm. but I worked on a bunch, I worked on it with a bunch of different insurance companies. And then also with a bunch of like individual payers, like small payers, um, a lot of those, like, they don't necessarily have phone numbers easily findable online, or they have certain portals that you have to go through. So, like, that's what my Rolodex was filled filled up with, is, like, phone numbers to, like, individual people at these tiny little insurance companies. I'm sure, yeah. Or, like, their login information to get in and view the claims. And, like, there's not really – I mean, I'm sure there's a good way to store it on the computer, but, like, it's just so easy to be able to just grab it. and Oh, there it is.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah like
2: click through programs and stuff i
0: mean there's something about physical files you know we're going away (laughs) from it but Mm -hmm. there's something
1: about them there is (laughs) well um those were my references after references we do get some media books movies and music where
2: Okay, so for this week, we had no books mentioned, but during the wedding shower, Miss Patty has these gorgeous little girls put on a little show, and in the background, you hear Love Will Keep Us Together playing. Now, this is a very popular song, even if you have no idea who sang it, but Love Will Keep Us Together, it came out in 1975, and it was their, it, So it was the first hit single of a band, Captain and Tennille. Captain being Captain Daryl Dragon, which, like, what a name, right? Daryl
0: Dragon? <laughs> Sounds like a porn name. <laughs> kind of does, actually.
2: <laughs> no, he is the son of composer Carmen Dragon. Like, mm. that is his legitimate <laughs> name, Daryl Dragon. So he got the nickname Captain. He was touring as a keyboardist for the Beach Boys and mm. apparently had a habit of wearing a captain's hat while they performed. So he got the very nick- Beach Boys. Right? <laughs> so he got the nickname Captain, and it just kind of stuck. And then, so the other part of that, Captain and Tennille, is Tony Tennille. And she is a keyboardist as well. And I guess they needed, the Beach Boys needed another one. And he had heard about her and recommended him. And that's where they met, was on the Beach Boys. Apparently, Tony... So you're telling me the Beach Boys had a girl in them? Yes. Tony Tennille is the only... She toured with them for one year and has since been known as the Beach Boys one and only Beach Girl. Get it, Tony. (laughs) So while they were touring together, they realized we're great together and basically started their own thing, started touring, started their own show. They hosted a variety show and then they ended up getting married in 1974. And they were married until 2014 when Tennille... So Tony filed for divorce oh, no. and uh, captain did not know about it until he was served with the papers.
3: Oh my gosh. Well,
2: yeah. So the 39 years of marriage documents referred as health insurance or health issues. Uh, I guess captain had neurological conditions, something similar to Parkinson's, but not quite. Um, and then in 2016, Tony came out with a memoir Kind of doesn't paint Captain in the best light, I guess. Um, I have not read it, so I could not say for one or the other. But he did end up passing away in 2019. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so that was Captain and Tennille started out as keyboardist for the Beach Boys. Hmm.
1: That's so interesting. Wow. I never knew that. I didn't know that they have that same song in Spanish. They oh. do. Yeah. Yes.
2: I meant. Let me find it. So they actually have a Spanish recording of "Love Will mm-hmm. Keep Us Together," called uh, "It's So It's," Por Amor Viva Ramos, Sandra. If you yeah. want to say it correctly, use it. Good and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were actually. I think I read that they were. This was the first time that two versions of the same song were on the top Billboard charts for English and Spanish.
1: Oh that's wow, cool. that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. So that was our media reference for the week. Uh, Captain Antonil, love will keep us together. After that, we have Fashion with Jess.
0: Making fashion choices. Making
2: fashion choices.
0: Making fashion choices with Jess. So in this episode, um, we have a handful of good looks. We have a handful of bad looks. I did not think anything was terrible. I definitely thought there were some standout pieces that I did not love. The first shirt we see Lorelai in uh, is a sleeveless gray T-shirt with pearls printed onto it. Yeah, I've just never been a fan of the right. Just never been a fan of the printed on like accessories on T-shirts. I mean, she looks great in it. It's Lauren. Well, it's
2: something I would expect to see on a Barbie doll. So like, (laughs) kids don't have to worry about the accessories.
0: Yep, absolutely. I also wasn't a huge fan of Rory's Friday night dinner dress, which is uh, like a blue shirt dress with yellow and white flowers with a gray cardigan. It felt very, um, there's like granny chic, but then there's also just like granny. It felt too (laughs) on the granny side, not chic enough for
2: me. So Uh, I I actually, I liked that dress. I did not like the inch thick elastic waistband on it though. Yeah, and it kind
0: of was, like, supposed to be a belt. There was, like, maybe a belt buckle. I wasn't in love with it.
2: Yeah, so if if it had just had, like, a cinched waist or something instead, that would have been good. I wasn't, but I liked it.
0: Yeah, well, my unfortunate worst dress, which I think may also be
1: kind of controversial, is Suki's party dress. Yes, that's the one I was talking about before the podcast. I was like, "Uh, Jess, I have a worst dress.
3: Yeah, and I was worried
1: that my best dress was going to be your worst dress, but
3: I'm
0: glad that we agree on this. So, I mean, we have talked a lot about how Suki um, Suki is never painted as being, like, a plus-size woman. You know, she's Mm -hmm. never that's never a thing with her character. Um, And so far, I think that they have dressed her really well. I mean, she dresses like she has her own sense of style. This is the first time that made me think of, I know that like the clothing options for plus size women and even mid-sized women are not always great. This is the first time that I was like, ugh, what are you putting on Melissa? It's, it just, it's so bright. It's so pink. Um, it's got flowers all over it. And to me, it looks like a, something a child would wear, Mm -hmm. like a toddler, or maybe like a little girl's nightgown or something. I was just disappointed. Um, I think that they could have done something really fun and pink for her that would have been a little bit more um, on character and a little bit more flattering. But there were also a lot of good looks in this episode. Uh, I really liked Lorelai's black and white date night wrap dress. Uh, wrap dress has eventually become kind of a Lorelai staple. And we've mm-hmm. seen a couple of them. I think this is a really cute one. Uh, it's kind of shorter. It's got these long bell sleeves. And I also really liked Rory's dress that she wears to the party, which is a paisley puff sleeve blue dress that we said she eventually kind of accidentally matches with Dean in his blue shirt. Uh, I also have to give Dean and his blue shirt a little shout out because I do
1: <laughs> think it looked really good. They're kind of going Great away color. from the leather jacket. They are thank yeah. goodness. I guess it's too hot this summer. Good. or maybe they're they're already preparing for dress and they're like, maybe, we can't have them maybe. both be in love oh, jackets. Yeah.
0: Definitely, because one of them definitely should wear a leather jacket mm-hmm. and one of them shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but my favorite uh, or my best dress of the episode is Lorelai's wedding shower dress. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really pretty. It was, you know, it wasn't super bridal, um, but it was this gray, white, kind of beigey uh, calf-length dress with a twist front and lace and beaded embroidery kind of throughout with a floral pattern. Mm. I just thought it was really unexpected. Um, yeah. It looked great on her. She had cute little kitten heels on with it. It was just fun. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't like a joke. Sometimes Lorelai dresses and it's like a joke, like her ice skating outfit. It was just her looking nice for this party, and I really liked it. I didn't have anything from the episode that I wanted to steal. I thought there were some good looks, some bad looks, but nothing really jumped out as something I want in my closet. Uh, what about you ladies? Anything I didn't mention? The overalls that every
1: single person at this grocery (laughs) for some reason was wearing.
0: I did have a note that Rory and Paris were overall (laughs) twins, uh, I've got to say Paris pairing overalls with a striped polo, kind of a bold look. And then Madeline's (laughs) in a crop top. It was just, everyone looked weird. I mean, it's kids building a house. What can you expect? I was just surprised that Rory had some overalls. That didn't seem like something that would fit into her (laughs) usual wardrobe.
2: I want to give a shout out to Lane at at the wedding shower. That like bold print, dark, it's like black and dark purples and pinks. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a very wide neckline, and it's not a, it's I don't want to say like it's a deep neckline, but it's definitely a lot more skin than yes. I think we ever have seen from Lane at this point. But I just thought yeah. she looked fantastic in it. I I don't know looked... if I
1: would steal that shirt, but I thought she looked fantastic as well. I do think mm-hmm. it made her look her actual age of twenty seven versus sixteen. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the actress's actual mm-hmm. age. Yeah. I do, I do like the, the little moment we get where we we see Lane actually getting into the car to so go to the airport. She has put her other shirt back on over yep, the top. Fully buttoned up. Honestly, though, we've already talked about how did she get away with wearing that shirt or DJing in the first place? You can literally know, see yeah. the car from yeah. the party. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was my fashion for our second episode of the second season.
3: Sweet.
0: We're starting to see some of those trends pop up, like the mm-hmm. wrap dresses. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see more.
2: Oh, I went to the Levi Outlet store when we were on vacation, and they had Sherling jackets. <laughs> Ow. Yes. And I was so tempted to, like, take a picture or even Perfect buy, it, but it was, like, an $80 season. jacket.
0: Yeah, they can get expensive, but sometimes you can thrift them, so.
2: I'd probably um, do that. I, I saw it, and it made me think of you. Yeah. <laughs> and Gilmore in general.
0: <laughs> and after fashion, we have Stars Hollow Speaks. And as usual, we have some really sweet messages from you guys. Uh, and we continue to love the support. So
1: please keep writing to us. Um, I want to start out this with a quick shout out to Alba and Tasha, who um, works, you know, just sending us like little things of excited for season two. It's super sweet. You guys have been here since basically the beginning. And I'm so appreciative of you guys. You have no idea. But I also... Okay, guys, I messed up. Sandra, Sandra messed up. Sandra put up an Instagram story being like, tell me your thoughts about the season two premiere. And then I forgot that you had to ch- check the story to get the responses. I thought they would come through the mail, like the messaging. I- I'm 30. I'm almost 30, guys. I-, <laughs> I turned 30 in like less than a month. I'm old. All right. Um, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Saffron Ninja, um, who said, "So excited and counting down the episodes until Jess arrives." Ooh, who's Jess? And um... yeah, who is that? <laughs> and Ash, Ash, my Sky, Sky, Ash, my Ski, Ash, my Ski. They say I loved Luke's reaction when Lorelai finally told Luke about Max and Lorelai, and then also said. That also the daisies are multiplying. There must be close to a million. Yes, there were a hundred thousand. There were too many daisies daisies. (laughs) in that episode. So guys, thank you so much for responding. I'm so sorry that we didn't mention you in the last episode, but you're not forgotten. Uh, We also got uh, some comments and messages
0: on Instagram. So we got a message from Amy that was so sweet. I love this so much. Amy wrote to us to say... I love your podcast. I have watched the show more times than I can count. It's great to know I'm not alone. Uh, But your mention of Uber in the last episode reminded me of something you may appreciate. My husband and I met Sean Gunn four years ago at a convention. We had him autograph a printout of the Uber logo, which he loved. He said no one had ever had him sign something like that before. Looking forward to season two. And she sent the picture, and it's so cute. Her and her husband and Sean honestly look like they're buddies. I
1: love that. Those are the best kind of con photos. Um, so thank you, Amy. And I love it because Sean definitely looks like he's in his Marvel like, getup. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like people are going there to talk about Marvel. And no, it's Gilmore Girls. It's always going to be Gilmore Girls. Kirk! <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I, I love that picture. Uh, we also got a comment from Katie Lynn who said, literally stopped my rewatch waiting for y'all to come back. Um, And I took a look at Katie Lynn's profile. She is an incredible artist. Uh, So Katie, I was literally looking at your pieces and I was like, I want to buy that, but the piece was already sold. Um, So thank you for commenting. Thank you for being a fan. I am a fan right back at you. And we also got a number of comments from Books on Instagram. And they said, I just watched Thelma and Louise, and Thelma does that pant, whimper, bark thing, just like (laughs) Lorelai. Can't be a coincidence. They also commented on our post with our um, dance outfits. So if you didn't see, uh, all three of us posted pictures of things we had worn to dances in high school. And they commented, my girlfriends and I wore capri pants and tank tops, three finger wits for the straps, of course, to school (laughs) dances. Mind you, our dances were undeco- in undecorated gymnasiums with a DJ, and that's it. I also went to those kind of dances, mm. and sometimes they were more fun, but usually I ended up crying. Oh, no.
3: That's
0: all uh, <laughs> middle, middle school dances. <laughs> middle school dances. Um, and then uh, the last comment from them was Saran rap refers to an urban myth that a wife answered the door wearing cling rap as a sexy surprise for her husband. And that was a reference we talked about way back in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Emily. Did Emily refer to the saran wrap, or was that
2: Lorelai? It was a convers—I know it was a conversation between Emily and Lorelai. Yeah, and I think we had kind of in the episode like we don't we know were what this unsure. is. She might yeah. have just been saying it to get Emily to shut up.
1: Um, yeah, but I
2: know we had another listener end up emailing mm-hmm. us because that um, Kathy Bates does it. Is it Kathy Bates? It does it in Mystic Pizza. Mystic. I know it's Mystic Pizza. Oh.
0: Gosh, I've seen Mystic Pizza. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. But Oh, Fried Green Tomatoes.
2: Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. Not Mystic Pizza.
0: <laughs> fried um, Green but... Tomatoes.
2: Excuse me. Sorry.
0: Thank you again so much, Robert's Books. Um, and everybody, for your awesome comments and messages on Instagram, keep them coming. Yes. It's really fun for us.
2: Yes. And then we do have a couple emails as well. So we got an email the other day from Rowan. She goes, I am so happy you guys are back. The joy I felt when seeing this new episode. Now, the reason I'm writing in, this episode has hands down my least favorite outfit of all time. When Rory is talking to Max about the rings, she's wearing that cardigan and shirt and jeans. It's obviously not bad, but it looks so bad on her. The cardigan looks too tight for that loose shirt, and those jeans are so unflattering. Maybe it's real to life, but I know TV shows have a wardrobe department, and I cannot understand why they put her in such a frumpy outfit. Thanks again for working on this podcast. It's definitely a highlight of my Tuesdays um so we went back and looked at this up yes this, this outfit and <laughs> <We> sleuthed it <laughs> i don't i don't remember what we said in the episode itself when we recorded it but like i, think I we feel liked it. the
0: cardigan yeah but those jeans are very ill-fitting uh yeah. they're very like baggy on her butt and mm-hmm. maybe alexis doesn't have very much of a butt she's really slender so that could be the case um but yeah, the jeans were not a great addition. They did take it to that like granny, yeah. not granny sheet kind of thing. <laughs> so good spot, Rowan.
2: <laughs> um, and then of course our Carrie email. We love Carrie. Um, she has a, quite a few things that she says on this episode. The first one being um, about Lorelai and Emily with the whole Max debacle. She's like, I feel like from my perspective that it's so strange that Emily would have not met Max yet. Just, like I. I know it's mentioned in this previous summary, but I think Emily really thought that her and Lorelai were starting to build a relationship and Lorelai comes to dinner weekly and she rarely mentions Max. She's never brought him around. We do know that it didn't end well when Rory brought Dean, but it's not the same situation. Max Max is a teacher at Chilton. And then she goes into more about Lorelai's unhappy with Emily's reaction, Um, but the wedding was pretty much in full swing. this is, I agree with her. So this all happens so fast. Like, from the engagement mm-hmm. to the wedding shower, like, everything happens. It's like, it went from they are engaged to getting married from what I think the timeline is. It's only a couple of months from being engaged, the time frame of getting married. Um, we do see in this episode as well that Rory works herself up into getting extra correct into extracurricular activities. I know this has been mentioned before, but I can't remember what episode it was, but how did no one better prepare her for all of these things? Thank you, girl. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, she should have a counselor who's like looking at Oh, yeah, things. definitely. Yeah. Like a school counselor mm-hmm. whose job it is to help them make sure that they have everything they need. So, yeah. good spot, Carrie.
2: <laughs> she also made a really good point of um, why would Lorelai make Rory turn up with a pink hammer on a construction site? It's like, I know it was all fun and games and I love that side of Lorelai, but I feel like her putting Rory in a situation... Where she is going to be in a group of peers and her going clearly underprepared and taking something in, something like a pink hammer was just going to make her stand out. Um, I kind of, I agree with that. It's just, it's just weird and makes her look, made Rory look unprepared or maybe Paris, unprofessional. Did unprofessional. Paris
0: comment on it? Tom did.
2: Just Tom. Tom, Not Tom did.
0: Tom did. Not Tom. Well, not Tom. Yeah, (laughs) Because I think that would have been something that Paris would have totally teased her about, too. But she didn't. So good insight as always, Carrie.
2: Yep. Um, Last from Carrie, she does have Worry as town person of the week. Which I thought was really interesting. Worry because that poor child had to turn up to an important place with the pink hammer. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. So Rowan, Carrie, thank you guys for the emails. Please keep sending them in. We love to hear your insights as well to, to expand on the conversations.
1: So to close off this episode, okay, coffee was mentioned three times, right? Mm-hmm. Coffee was mentioned when they went to Luke Steiner. Coffee was mentioned when Lorelai wanted coffee um, and found everything happening. And then coffee was mentioned when Rory was given an entire tumbler full of coffee. Never mm-hmm. drank. Not once. None of them? None of them. Yeah, I was Another zero? none of them. None of them. It's Zero. Wow! Zero cups of coffee. I, I wonder why. I mean, it was mentioned; it just wasn't drank. I know Alexis doesn't like coffee, but she drank Cook. Coke. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they were trying to limit even that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they
0: do a lot of bad cup acting they in the they rest do. of the series, they where they pretend that there's liquid in cups. So it's not maybe like that's they couldn't why. do that. Yeah.
1: Uh Well, bummer. Zero, zero. We're at zero cups of coffee so far for season two, so. And we're actually two episodes in. Mm-hmm. This is, like, blowing my mind. Me too.
0: I wonder how long it'll take until we get some coffee.
1: We'll see next you week, next right? week. <laughs> right? Yeah. We have to. We will see. um But, otherwise, this was the second episode of season two. um And, oh god, Max, we hardly knew you. Yeah, we have one more episode. Yeah. I feel like we need to like
0: go forth into this series uh presenting the Rachel award, which is given to people who would be great partners <laughs> but
1: they just aren't Luke or Lorelai. Uh, you know what? I agree with that. Max Medina yeah. is definitely under yep. that. <laughs> yep. He definitely deserves it. But we can't award it until they're gone. Not yet. He's still here. He's still here for another episode or two. Um, Yeah. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Well, uh, as always, I have been Jess. And I've been Sandra. And this is Emily.
2: Thanks for listening to today's town meeting. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at townmeetingpod or email us at townmeetingpod at gmail.com. And now you can support us at buymeacoffee.com slash townmeeting. Hope you guys enjoyed. Bye.